And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And why are we here? Well, primarily we are here for you. Because you and I are the only ones that can change our health. We are the only ones that can improve our health. And I don't want to point fingers anywhere, but we are also the ones that destroy our health. How do we destroy our health? Well, eat an unhealthy diet, junk foods, fast foods, too many carbohydrates, and a lot of sugar will undermine our health and all of our glands, organs, immune system, and everything, including our brain. It's garbage in, garbage out, right? And also, how much activity do we get? How much exercise do we get? Are we burning the candle at both ends? Are we on too many drugs? Are we getting enough sleep? You know, we can change our health, and I always say, I don't care how old you are or what condition you're trying to reverse or cure, yes, natural alternatives, including natural botanical medicines, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle choices can reverse, prevent, and cure many of our modern-day diseases. Because if they're non-infectious, non-contagious, all of our diseases are caused by our lifestyle choices. Only 2% of our conditions are caused by hereditary factors. So we can make huge, huge changes uh, now if we want to. Do we want to make sacrifices? Do we have the discipline? Can we say no to all those soft drinks you're drinking every day? Can you say no to that big coffee drink? I don't mind coffee. I think coffee is good for us to a certain extent. If you can handle the caffeine or drink it early, coffee has many good benefits. But those coffee drinks, 12 to 14 teaspoons of sugar in some of those drinks. All the juices people drink that are loaded with sugar. Oh, they're natural. Maybe you're drinking natural fruit sugar, natural fruit drinks. But that's a lot of sugar. A small glass of orange juice is about 14 teaspoons of sugar. Now, the body doesn't care where it comes from. Sugar is sugar is sugar. So it has to contend with the amount of sugar that comes into our body. And that's why we have about 30 to 40 million people with type 2 diabetes, which there really is no such thing as type 2 diabetes. It's just you're eating too much sugar which causes a high level of blood sugar, which your doctor classifies and diagnoses as, well, you're not a diabetic, so let's call you a type 2 diabetic. All of these conditions like arthritis, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, obesity, and even cancer are caused by our lifestyle choices. We can make better choices. 
You can make better choices. As I said, if you want to, if you have the discipline, say no to that dessert. Say no to all that ice cream, candy, and garbage. Say no to excessive carbohydrates and make your carbohydrates come from fresh and dried fruits, but in small quantities. And the least sugary types of fruits and vegetables. Avoid the white potato and many of the starches that convert to sugar in the body. The American diet is nothing but carbohydrates and sugar. All that is going to catch up with us at some time. And it catches up to us in disorders of the body which are classified as diseases because then the drug companies can make a drug for it. Right now they're trying to make a drug for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. There is no drug for it. As of now, not that I'm aware of. But they're trying to treat a disease they classify, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and really, what causes the fatty, fatty liver disease is sugar, carbohydrates. We can make big changes if you want to. And today, we're going to have a really good lineup of, of topics. We're going to talk about anxiety. What a time in our life today. Don't you think anxiety is a top priority, how to reduce it, relieve it. And then we're going to talk about how to build strong bones. Is it just calcium? What do we do to build strong bones? And then a daily multiple could be able to reduce the risk of cancer. Just a daily multiple. And we'll talk about probiotics for diarrhea and constipation. How can a probiotic eliminate constipation and diarrhea? They're the opposite. And the nutrient of the day is magnesium. And, as I talked about coffee earlier, being good for us. Now here's some really good news about coffee and your heart. We'll talk about the sleep drug that may damage your memory. And carbs, remember I said carbs, we ate too many carbs. Those are in the form of grains, sugar, flour, like pasta, bread, cakes, cookies, candies, cake. All these things are carbohydrates. And now they're associated with heart attacks. We are on we are a unhealthy country. Americans are sick, and it's sick only because of our lifestyle choices. Okay, so Americans, unfortunately, are experiencing a great deal of anxiety. We are an anxious nation. In fact, anxiety, not depression, 
is the most common mental disorder in the U.S., much more common than depression. And it's no wonder that the drugs that are prescribed by doctors for anxiety, like the anti-anxiety drug Xanax, is the number one psychiatric drug in America. Almost 50 million prescriptions are written annually. 50 million prescriptions for anxiety. But there are many side effects to this drug, Xanax. Psychiatrists prescribe the drug to the tune of 50 million prescriptions every year. But it comes with side effects. Here are the most common side effects to Xanax. Drowsiness, dizziness, insomnia, memory problems, poor balance or coordination, slurred speech, Trouble concentrating and irritability. And some of the lesser side effects, less common, are diarrhea, sweating, headache, nausea, blurred vision, and appetite changes. But we can give you an idea of some alternatives for safe relief for anxiety. And also I want to mention that in a recent study, people that were taking anxiety drugs like Xanax or Valium for 184 days, that period of time, whether it was done in consecutive uses or periodically until it reached 184 days, It took 184 days to damage the brain so severely that the person that was taking these drugs for that period of time had a 90-90% risk of having Alzheimer's disease eventually. But now we're going to mention a very safe relief for anxiety. Here's a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial of 62 healthy adults with high levels of anxiety. Half received a unique extract of echinacea. Now, I know you're going to say, well, I know echinacea. And I know many of you have used echinacea but I bet it didn't help your anxiety. Because all plants have a variety of molecules, hundreds if not thousands of molecules in a plant extract, where a drug is just one single isolated molecule that affects only one single isolated pathway. But plants, as nature intended, contain 
hundreds if not thousands of molecules, and a variety of chemical phytocompounds, plant compounds. Now, echinacea has been used for cold and flu very successfully. One of the top selling plants around the world for cold and flu. Huge in Europe and in the America as well. But the echinacea that people use for cold and flu is standardized for the polysaccharides, compounds attached to sugar. That's naturally in the plant. Polysaccharides. Colon flu. You may, or someone may, if they're taking this for colon flu, may use four or 500 milligrams two or three times a day. But in a very special form of echinacea, there's a group of compounds called alkamides. And these alkamides attached to the receptors in the brain, cannabinoids, that reduce the excitability of the brain and reduce anxiety. Now in this study, half of the patients used a unique extract of echinacea, which I just mentioned, and they used 40 milligrams twice a day, and half received a placebo for seven days. Each subject in the study test took a standardized assessment test, which is called the State Trait Anxiety Inventory, to measure their anxiety level at the beginning, at the end of the study. The result of this study, the average anxiety score declined almost 20% on day seven of the trial for the echinacea group versus a 5% decline for the placebo group. The echinacea group also saw twice the reduction in stress stress levels versus the placebo group, and zero adverse effects were reported while taking echinacea. Very, very safe plant. Whether you take it for cold and flu, which is a different type of compounds from echinacea, or you take it for anxiety, there are no side effects. Children can take echinacea, this very special form of echinacea for anxiety. Kids are anxious today, too, going to school. All kinds of things going on in children's lives. Very, very safe. Also very safe for animals. Dogs become very excited. Some dog breeds are very excitable. Some are made more excited or more anxious, and they will crawl under the bed from gunshot for, for fireworks, lightning, thunder, or separation anxiety. The animal may be perfectly normal when everybody is in the house and they're associating with the dog. But then when everybody goes to school and to work for the day, that poor canine becomes so anxious, stressed out, barks all day, chews on the furniture, 
they're nervous or anxious like we can be. And this very special form of echinacea can actually help you reduce the stress level. You may not call it anxiety. You may just call it stress. Whatever upsets your normal day, whatever disturbs the calm in your life, is anxiety. You're anxious. You can be anxious for a few days. You can be anxious long term. It doesn't make any difference. If you have occasional anxiety, the echinacea works as well. If you have it long term, it works just as well. You may, wa- you may not want to fly on a certain day. And, and as the day comes up to your flight, you become more anxious. Or you have been given a, an assignment to give a report for as a student or maybe in the company you work. Now, it doesn't freak you out the day you get the assignment. But as the day that you are going to do the assignment comes up, the closer you get to that assignment day, you become more nervous, more stressed out. The more you think about it, the more you get stressed out. A lot of things stress us out. Financial obligations, gas prices, food shortages. Who's not going through some stress today or anxiety? This is a world of stress today. We've just gone through several years of COVID. And now we've seen several types of strains that have come up of the virus. This is a very anxious world we live in. And echinacea can really change how you perceive your world. The stress is not going to go away. The gas price is not going to come down. Food shortages are still going to go on. All the things in our life are still going to go on that could cause us stress or anxiety. But as we calm the excitability of our brain with echinacea, we can become calm and cope with the situations that are still maybe stressful to some people, but much, much less stressful. The edge has been taken off of the stress level. So in this very special form of echinacea, made for anxiety, or I should say, to reduce anxiety. But any old echinacea will not work. This is a very special echinacea researched at the Hungarian Academy of Sciences in Budapest, Hungary. And the two neuroscientists at the Hungarian Academy identified a very unique echinacea species. Echinacea angustifolia, containing the right type and the, and, the, and the amount of compounds called the alchemides. At the right dosage, 
to significantly reduce anxiety. And this, these compounds called alkamides bind to the receptors in the brain called cannabinoid receptors in the areas of the brain that regulate, regulate, manage, control anxiety. The anxiousness of the world is not going to go away. Gas prices are not going to come down. Food shortages will still go on if that happens. We may lose our job. And we may be able to control our anxiety with safe, effective echinacea. It has no significant adverse effects, no side effects. Children over the age of four have been reported by the Hungarian Academy of Sciences to be a proper, appropriate dosage for a four-year-old child. And this has been reported in multiple clinical trials. Effects may be noticed even in the first day of use. Now, if you don't see it in the first day of use, you may have a stronger anxiety or whatever it might be, but give it at least 21 days. You'll see a remarkable reduction of your anxiety within 21 days. Most will see a noticeable reduction in seven days, and many people will see it within an hour of taking the dosage. And wonderful for sleep, for jet lag. If you don't sleep well, taking 40 to 80 milligrams daily, and maybe 40 milligrams before you go to bed at night, will really help you sleep better, reduce your anxiety, and your stress levels, your nervousness, and all the conditions that are associated with anxiety. Try echinacea, a very special form. Now, let's find some ways to build stronger bones. A major, major problem, osteoporosis, major problem in the U.S., now, there are three ways that I have researched that will build stronger bones and reduce your risk of osteoporosis. First of all, a solid nutritional foundation with a multivitamin and mineral formulation is, I believe, necessary. And I don't mean a one-a-day. You know, a one-a-day is a certain size pill, Right? but all the vitamins and minerals can be listed on the label of that daily multiple, that one a day, but not in any levels of those nutrients that would satisfy the requirements that the body requires. If you took all the vitamins and minerals in the meaningful levels that the body requires in your hand, cup your hand, put all the vitamins and minerals in your hand, and you're going to have a golf ball size tablet. Now, you don't swallow a golf ball size tablet. I'm sure you don't. 
Well, maybe if it were a suppository, it would work, but it's not going to work as a oral tablet. They're going to put a lot of vitamins and minerals in that one a day, but in very minuscule levels of those nutrients. Now, we may require 800 to 1,200 milligrams, 800 to 1,200 milligrams of calcium. And on a one a day, they will list 25 milligrams. That's not anywhere even close what the body requires. So don't be fooled. Don't be misled. Yes, I know it's easy. Oh, I only want to take a one a day. I can only swallow one a day. You're shortchanging yourself. You're wasting your money. So get a good multivitamin mineral supplement that requires that you take two or four tablets a day. I know it's more. I know I know you're going to have to swallow more tablets, but you're doing yourself a better justified form of all those nutrients you need for your body. And then I would add more silica. S I L I C A, silica. This is a mineral that's extracted from horsetail. It's a plant. And studies have shown that silica can increase calcium absorption by 50% and bone density by 15%. I recommend 40 milligrams of silica and flavonoids that help with absorption twice daily. And I would also use the trace mineral, strontium, S-T-R-O-N-T-I-U-M, strontium. The trace mineral strontium is also necessary, especially for optimal bone health. There were studies using strontium in the treatment of osteoporosis that showed significant improvements in bone mineral density. So look for a formula that contains strontium citrate, which is a very easily absorbable form of strontium. And I recommend about 680 milligrams of strontium at breakfast. That's the best time. Take two capsules of about 340 milligrams to equal 680 milligrams. And make sure you do not take calcium for at least two hours after or before, preferably after, of course. Because calcium and strontium use the same pathway for absorption. And if you take them at the same time, they're going to block out the calcium. The strontium will win, which is good, but you will not be getting your calcium because it blocks the uptake of the calcium. So I have to pause here for a few seconds. I'll be back in just a moment. This is Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally, back right after these messages. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with our second portion of the program, Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here to the top of the hour. We're going to be telling you, telling you more about how to have stronger bones, better bone density, healthier bones, and maybe how to prevent osteoporosis. So this is a really good way to do it with a good multi multiple vitamin and mineral supplement. 
not a one a day. If you want to take a one a day, gosh, that's your freedom. But I'm just telling you, you're getting taken to the cleaners because there's nothing there. And I know most people don't really have a knowledge to read a label accurately. And if you don't know how to read the label accurately, you're going to be very poorly supported nutritionally with a one a day. It's a marketing tool to sell a lot of products like a one a day. All you need is one a day, but it doesn't do anything for you. And then you can use silica and strontium, a very good way to help build bone health overall. Now, we know we, we just talked about a daily multiple, right? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about why a multiple, a daily multiple. Now, this is kind of going into what I just said about a daily multiple, but let's review this. Because a daily multiple has been shown to reduce cancer risk. First of all, this was a large-scale study of multivitamins and mineral supplements against cancer prevention. Researchers followed almost 15,000 cancer-free, middle-aged, and older men, 50 years or older, for 11 years. Half took a daily multiple, and the other half took a placebo. The result. Cancer risk was reduced by almost 10% for the men taking the daily multiple. Most of the cancers were prostate cancer. Setting aside prostate cancer, there was a 12% reduction in the risk of all other cancers. Now, I, I realize these are small numbers, 10%, 12%, but it does show that taking a multiple, a daily supplement, or at least supplementing your diet with vitamins and minerals in a capsule or tablet form, has benefits. You're not wasting your money. You're not putting all the results of the of the vitamin and mineral supplement down the toilet. You're getting value whether you take a vitamin supplement in a form of 10% or 12%, it's still a good number to help improve your health. Now, I told you what I think the characteristics of a good daily multiple is. The dosage is more than a one a day. You can't put all the vitamins and minerals in the amount that the body requires in one tiny little tablet. It is just not possible. They can list all the vitamins and minerals on the label, and at the first view of those, oh my gosh, there must be 30 different vitamins and minerals here. Oh my gosh, I'm getting all this, all these things. Oh my gosh, that's good. Hey, wait. 
some of those listed there are like trying to spit in the ocean to expect to increase the level of the ocean. There are so little vitamins and minerals in a one a day, it doesn't pay to buy the product. So you want something that you're going to take two to four tablets or capsules a day. I'll be multiple. It's designed that way. You're not taking four daily ones. You're taking two or four of a product that is made to give you all the vitamins and minerals in a very high level of those nutrients, very heavy, uh, meaningful levels of those nutrients. Those nutrients have to mean something. You just can't take a, a few milligrams and expect it to do something. You need 800 to 1,200 milligrams of calcium. Women need 320 milligrams of magnesium. Men need 420 milligrams of magnesium. Just the magnesium at 420 milligrams would be one tablet or one capsule. And now you're going to put that all besides everything else? You just can't do it. Now, the RDA, the recommended daily allowance, is what you need to prevent a full-blown nutrient deficiency, but not what keeps you in optimal health or reduce the risk of cancer. Nutrients are for everyone. You don't need age or gender-specific formulas. You don't need a woman's formula. You don't need a man's formula. You don't need a children's formula. You don't need a teenager's formula. Um, we all eat the same food at the table. We all should take the same supplement. Now, there's good reason for younger children because sometimes they can't swallow a tablet or capsule and they may take a chewable. So, while nutrients are for everyone, you don't need something like a special formula for men and women because they'll throw in a few little things that sound like it's for a woman and a few little things that sounds like for a man, and now they're going to sell multiple bottles for your home. You only need one for everyone. And the nutrients in their optimal forms for absorption is really, really important. You can get very poor quality nutrients and high quality nutrients. So nutrients in their optimal forms for absorption. Vitamins and minerals are not the easiest to absorb. When you take B vitamins, they have to go through the liver to be transformed into the biologically active form so your body can absorb them. But now there are several really very active forms of B vitamins and chelated minerals that go to work immediately. They don't have to be transformed through the liver function. They're, they're immediately active. And make sure you look for a natural formula free of toxic ingredients. Yes, they add BHT, artificial coloring, artificial flavors. Say no. Buy a natural one. And I'm not a big fan of gummies, I have to, have to admit. Why? Well, because they frequently contain sugar. And many of them contain high fructose corn syrup. 
and artificial colorings. And they're low on vitamins and minerals and really low on minerals, especially iron. If you're going to be eating something, some of those things don't taste very good. I kind of put gummies in the category of candy. Now, how can a probiotic work to relieve constipation and stop diarrhea? How can it do both when they are both the exact opposite? Constipation, you can't go. Diarrhea, you can't stop going. But it works if you find the right combination of probiotics that you can regulate the ball, whether it's constipation or diarrhea. A randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial involving 103 people with chronic constipation. Patients were treated with a probiotic called Bifidobacterium bifidum. You don't even have to remember that name. It's a long tongue twister. But it's a friendly bacteria. And it's natural to the human gut. Some people were taking a placebo for 28 days. Well, the other half were taking the probiotic bifidobacterium bifidum. The result, the participants receiving the probiotic had significantly improved stool consistency and an increased number of bowel movements per week. So it eliminated constipation. But now, probiotics have a wonderful list of conditions it can treat. Because our gut contains several pounds of bacteria. And we need it for a variety of healthy conditions. Probiotics help relieve all types of digestive symptoms, including gas, diarrhea, bloating, and also probiotics have additional benefits beyond digestion, including inflammatory skin conditions, such as eczema and acne. Also boosting the immune system. In a clinical trial, 17% fewer children experienced a respiratory infection when receiving a daily probiotic versus children receiving a placebo. Older and overweight adults taking a probiotic supplement were 27% less likely to contract an upper respiratory tract infection with coughing, sneezing, sore throat versus people receiving a placebo. If you're experiencing constipation, three things to think about when purchasing a probiotic supplement. Probiotics are alive. 
The bacteria is living. The bacteria is alive. Now, like all things, the life of everything has a certain period of time. When many manufacturers make a probiotic supplement, they put on their, at the time of manufacturing, it contained 20 billion or 5 billion or 10 billion, whatever it is that they're selling at the time of manufacturing, because they know that within three months, six months, a year, that bacteria is going to die off. And then they will have the incorrect number of bacteria. If they say it contains 20 billion bacteria, but six months later it is 10, well, then they have falsified the label. They're alive bacteria. They die off. So look for a guaranteed number. For the entire life of the product. Not at time of manufacture. I would buy one, 20 billion. You don't need 100 billion or 500 billion. Or It's crazy. The bacteria will grow so fast. I, would, I, I don't go beyond 20 billion. 20 billion in one capsule is more than enough. After one day, that'll be millions and millions and millions more. They multiply like rabbits. But you just want to make sure that you have a guaranteed number. Like if the product lasts for two years, it should still have 20 billion bacteria for the entire time of the two years. So the right kind of bacteria is also, I think, even more important than the number, than a big number. A lot of companies don't even use human bacteria. They use probiotics that have never been tested or studied. Now, the one I use is called Lactobacillus plantarum, Lactobacillus rhamnosus, and Bifidobacterium bifidum. Those three are the most hardy, strongest strains and the most active biologically strains of probiotics. But then you also have to think about how to store them properly. You don't need refrigeration. Not of these, not the one I use. You don't need refrigeration because they are so strong, so hardy, that they don't need and require refrigeration. So they're wonderful for traveling. If you're going someplace, they will store very well by just taking them with you and keeping them away from extreme heat and humidity. And of course, make sure you take them daily. First thing in the morning, I take mine. That's the best time to take it. Now, I talked about coffee, right? Coffee is good for us. To what extent is it good for us? 
That's the question. And how much coffee? And you know, in most cases, it's good to take it with a caffeine. Decaffeinated is good for some people because they may be directly directly affected by the caffeine. But the caffeine is there to help improve the absorption and the use of the compounds that are found in coffee. So they did a study where researchers gathered the data on coffee drinking habits of almost 500,000 British citizens. Oh my gosh, you'd think they would be drinking tea. But they did find 500,000 British citizens that were drinking coffee for over 10 years. Good study, high population study, long length of study. So, you know, the, the, the bigger population study over a longer period of time is always going to be more effective, a better quality of study. Now, the result of this study, drinking one or more cups of coffee a day now, this is awesome. So, listen up. Drinking one or more cups of coffee a day reduced long-term risk of heart failure. Risk decreased up to 12% for every cup of coffee drank daily. 12% increase. Every cup of coffee daily. Now, wait a minute. No, you're not going to drink coffee all day. I would never exceed six cups a day. I probably am around the range of three cups daily. I usually get a venti, and that's pretty much like two, two and a half maybe, cups of coffee. Now, it also... Reduce the risk of dying from heart disease 17% lower versus people who didn't drink coffee. So the risk of dying from heart disease was 17% lower versus people who didn't drink any coffee and reduce the risk of stroke by 21%. And coffee drinkers overall were also less likely to get type 2 diabetes. And why coffee? Well, it's not the caffeine, so per se, but coffee is a bean. Coffee is a fruit. And it contains a very high level of antioxidants that protects a variety of body functions, organs and glands, heart. So it is one of those foods that is beneficial for improving the cardiovascular system. But there are many more. Don't go out there and drink coffee if you don't drink coffee. If you do, you're on to, you're on to something. But you don't need coffee. There are other things like grape seed extract. One of the best natural botanical medicines 
for heart function and the entire cardiovascular system in the body. So there's other ways to do it. So you don't need to go out there and drink coffee. If you're drinking coffee, this is just a plus that you are doing something that is good for yourself and does not have any serious side effects. Probably one of the most consumed, well, not, I shouldn't say that. Tea is the most consumed beverage in the world. Coffee is next. Probably if coffee was now produced today, they would probably make it a drug. So there's a lot of good information that we like to share with you every week. And as we are talking about heart disease and strokes, let's talk about heart attacks. Are you high risk of having a heart attack? Well, here's what they discovered. And, you know, I've always talked to you about lowering your carbohydrates, cutting out sugar entirely, reduce your carbohydrates, your overall health will benefit tremendously. And now here are the dangers, additional dangers, of the high-carb diet. Researchers collected data from over 137,000 people ages 35 to 70, whose long-term dietary intakes were tracked for 10 years. Now, here's another good study. 137,000 people for a period of 10 years, and they were specifically looking at their intake of high and low glycemic index foods. That means sugar foods, the higher they spike, like white potato, is pretty much equivalent to a candy bar in sugar. It converts to sugar so fast that when you look at the glycemic index from 0 to 100, potato is probably 99.9 off the chart. Now, you want to eat a lot of good foods. They should be down in the range of 20 or 30 on the glycemic index. But they tracked these people for 10 years looking at their intake of high and low glycemic index foods. And the results of this survey, this tracking, people whose diets were in the highest, 20% of the glycemic index were 50% more likely to have a heart attack. In the highest 20%, so 80 and above, if they had a pre-existing condition, such as diabetes or cancer, and a 20% more likely to experience these if they had no pre-existing conditions. So just sugar and carbohydrates is pretty much harming your health. And that's what makes up a huge proportion 
of the American diet. And that's why the American population is approaching 50% obesity. 50% of Americans are obese. And they predict if we do not make any nutritional changes, dietary changes, by the year 2050, everybody in America will be obese. This high glycemic index carbs, what are they? Potato, bread, rice, cakes, pies, cookies, soft drinks with high fructose corn syrup. Eat the fruit. Do not drink the juice. Juice is many, many times more sugar than the fruit and much more of the fruit than eating a piece of fruit. When you eat a piece of fruit, you're more than likely to be satisfied. And you have fiber and you have all the nutrients. When you drink a glass of juice, you're drinking the equivalent of 8 or 10 or 12 pieces of that fruit. All the sugar, no fiber. And then researchers concluded that the consumption of poor quality carbohydrates are likely to be more adverse than the consumption of most fats. Actually, the most healthy diet you can consume today is a good high-protein diet, plenty of good quality fats, and very low carbohydrates and sugar. And we talked about that in the past, and I'll continue to talk about that in the future, I'm sure. Because if you do, if you just, even just change your diet to a low-carb diet and increase your protein levels from animal proteins, animal proteins, seafood, and plenty of fats, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, macadamia nut oil. All these oils are very, very healthy. And we have been so starved for fat. Now is the time to make some changes. So, as we make changes in our diet, in our lifestyle choices, we'll make changes in our health. And those conditions that you may be struggling with drug therapy, you may not need drugs any longer. Don't throw away your drugs. I'm not saying that. Don't stop taking your drugs. That's based on your doctor's prescription. But my friends, I'm all out of time. I'll be back tomorrow. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world, insane world. And God bless you. And God bless America. And keep the Ukrainian people in your prayers. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.